You're Doctor Who, innit? No, I'm not Doctor Who. I'm Doctor How, and it's not Gallifrey. The Doctor's tone switched in an instant from patient to irritated. I don't want to hear that word in this house, or anywhere around me. Understood? Jesus, Doc, sorry, man. Like, I didn't realise you were so sensitive. Sorry, I overreacted. You weren't to know. Kevin twisted awkwardly on his seat. Look, I need you to level with me. You're like... you're like the doctor, innit? And that... He pointed at the phone box. That thing over there is like the TARDIS. Dr Howe sighed deeply. Yes and no, I am a doctor. There is no THE doctor except in fiction. And except in one person's head in particular. He spat out the last sentence with some bitterness, but regained his composure. Despite my assertion to the contrary, you think I'm Doctor Who, don't you? A real-life Time Lord. Yeah, man, it's like way cool. No, Kevin, it's not way cool. It is not even, as you mistakenly say in your street patois, like way cool. It is an enormous responsibility. A huge burden. Yes, a pleasure at some times, and it does occasionally have its privileges. It serves well my taste for art, for example. But most of the time it's bloody hard work. Do you understand me? Like, don't have a cow. I was just asking. Forget everything you know, or think you know, about Doctor Who and Time Lords. It's a fiction. Do you understand? Kevin nodded. It's a fiction taken up unwittingly by the BBC, touted by a megalomaniac back in the 60s. He's made my job a dozen times more difficult, and nearly trashed the entire universe into the bargain. So is that your... No, it's not my TARDIS, Kevin. That's a misnomer. Uh, a misnomer. Kevin looked at him blankly. It means wrong name. It's a misnomer put out by the BBC. TARDIS is actually a very rude word in my native language, and nearly one in yours if you change the A for a U. A certain someone who will remain nameless thought it would be terribly amusing. According to the BBC, TARDIS is supposed to mean time and relative dimension in space. The Doctor was now ranting wildly. Can you believe the sheer gall of these people? Like they actually know? Like they understand how the physics works? The Doctor glared at Kevin who shook his head. Let me tell you what it's like. It's like a troop of monkeys. And I mean monkeys, like baboons, not chimpanzees, not even apes, coming up to your very sophisticated saloon car with individual climate control for each passenger and a hi-fi system that would fool a bat. As you drive your state-of-the-art car through a safari park, this troop of purple-bottomed baboons comes up to your car and calls it Oog. And then, and then, then they have the cheek to first of all capitalise the entire thing so it's not TARDIS, it's T-A-R-D-I-S just to spell out the first letters of exactly what these monkeys think the physics is that they can't even begin to comprehend. And after that they march down to another baboon who calls himself a lawyer and they register it as a trademark. So if I wanted to write my own biography, my autobiography, and I wanted the boneheaded human reader to understand the concept by way of using the word TARDIS, some baboon with a technicolour bottom specialising in intellectual property law could demand money with menaces through the good courts of baboon society. And all this, spluttered the doctor, and all this after I saved your, forgive my crude colloquialism here, after I saved your sorry collective technicolour asses on more occasions than I care to remember. Silence hung in the air. The doctor was breathing deeply. And was that thing you used? No, it's not a sonic screwdriver. Such a thing does not exist. How in God's name could it? How could you possibly have something working on sound waves in a vacuum of space? The doctor slammed his fist on the desk. You has like got issues, hasn't you? 
The doctor slowly closed his eyes, then reopened them. Yes, he said quietly. I have issues. 